And look now what you've started. That chain was started because of you. So it's not a dreamy idea. It's just being that person who steps up and says, I'm willing to share what I have with others. Now, what will this do for you? <laughs> right? Whatever makes you happy, it just depends on you. So think a little bigger and dream what you could do. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Unique Podcast. Like always, I'm super grateful to have you back in here and back at it again with talking about comparisons so that we can find the most unique version of ourselves. In the last episode, we talked about upward comparison, which is the most evil and the most popular personality of comparison, which is when we look at people who have more than us in any way, which could be more skilled, more prettier, has better relationships, or has more money. We look up to those people and compare ourselves to them and start hating ourselves for not having enough and not being as good as they are. But today, we're going to be looking at the opposite direction of comparison. Now, oh my God, I know a lot of you are shocked because there is an opposite direction. I mean, I know all of us think that I compete to be better. I compete to look at people who are better than me. I compete so that I push towards growth. So how can there be an opposite side to us? Is it that I compete to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so what is the opposite side, right? Um, yeah, so the opposite side of upward is downward. So downward comparison talks about how we compare to people who don't have as much as we have and have lesser than us to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. Now, this is very interesting because it's not that we're doing it to grow, we're not doing it to compete, and we're not even doing it to become better versions of ourselves then why do we feel better when we look at someone who doesn't have as much as we have, who is at a lesser or a lower level as we think in our definition than we are and who might have lesser than what we have? So this could be, let's say, for example, I go to the gym and I'm working out and I look at a guy who looks very, very fit. Like this dude, he literally looks like he's a Ken doll. And that shocks me. That kind of saddens me as well because that's where my upward comparison mindset kicks in. And I feel like I'm never going to be as good as he is or I'm never going to be as fit as this guy is because he just looks so good. And how did he get so fit? Like, how much did he have to work out? And I potentially cannot work out enough to look as good as he is. And I feel out of place at the gym now. I'm not confident anymore. I'm working out, but it doesn't feel that good because I feel out of shape. I don't feel that fit or healthy. And then I continue working out, but then I look at this other person and he doesn't look that fit. He looks like who gave him access to the gym. Now that is a very, very mean thing to, thing to say, but just picture yourself at the gym working out and you see someone who you think in your definition doesn't look fit. And suddenly you feel better about yourself. You suddenly feel better at being at the gym and you think, oh, well, at least I'm not them. At least I'm not as unfit as they are. And suddenly you start feeling confident. Suddenly that human can doll doesn't matter because you have someone else who looks worse than you in your definition that makes you feel better about yourself. 
So that is what topic comparison is. It's this place where we compare ourselves to other people who we think are worse off. And trust me, it's a very common experience. We feel blissed out and chilled out about our behavior by comparing ourselves with someone else who might not be in a good position or might not be in a higher level of energy as we are. And then that quickly gives us a boost of emotion, that quickly gives us the boost of self-esteem that we need in our lowest point. And if the confidence is not there, and if the confidence is not there, it comes back rushing in. Suddenly we get this quick boost of self-esteem that did not exist before just by looking at this person who probably in our measurement does not have as much as we have. And this does have the power to trigger some positive emotions. I'm not going to lie to you. You do feel happy and chilled out and relaxed in those feelings, in those moments where otherwise you would have felt anxiety and probably even self-doubt. And we could have also slipped into that hole of negativity where we start hating ourselves for not being good enough because we're looking upwards towards someone who has more than us. And then suddenly we turn our face towards someone who doesn't have that much. And we get into a downward comparison where it helps us get that quick rush of emotions. And trust me, it's not just a feeling. There is more to it. It's not just happiness or sadness or anxiety or reduced anxiety. What it is, is temporary confidence. Now imagine that person you looked at, they walked out of the gym and you look around, everyone around you looks like human Barbie dolls and human Ken dolls and they're so fit that you feel out of place again. And that confidence that you had, it's gone again because it walked away with that person We humans have started finding happiness, not in our own happiness, but in another's pain. And even though that does sound sad, it is the reality. And why do we do it? How did we become like this? Now, trust me, you're not a sadist. Like I have had this feeling where I started feeling that am I a sadist for being happy when or not even being happy, just being content about what I have by looking at someone who doesn't have as much. Or let's say I get a really good mark in an exam. And let's say I get like a 70. Okay, not a good mark. Let's say I get a 70. And someone has a 90. I feel sad about my mark. And then I see someone who has a 50. And I suddenly feel better or more content that at least I don't have a 50. Does that make me a sadist or a bully for feeling better? And someone doesn't have as much as I have. So no, it doesn't. We humans do it as an escape in situations where we feel insecure and unsure about ourselves. So it's a quick, instant gratification kind of a way to escape that situation, which could have led us to a deep, dark hole. And there we go. Those I described as the positive emotions, the confidence and self-esteem, well, those are not the only ones. Like I said, it's temporary. The negative emotions that kick in after that do come in later on at a later stage when the person walked out or when you realize that it wasn't all true, we often engage in our sense of self and well-being and when it is under threat. So we feel like it was under threat. That's why we compared. That's why we did the downward comparison. And now it's under threat again. So that 
negative emotion where we are again feeling attacked that kicks in and by the way this can be a great identifier of what areas are we insecure in because we tend to compare downwards in the areas that we are insecure in and this can give us a quick quick way of understanding what areas of our lives need to be worked upon so yes it can be good for us and in a way why it is bad the whole concept of why we want to understand this downward comparison mindset and we want to get rid of it is because we are essentially giving the remote control of our well-being into someone else's hands like that person walked away out of the gym they had the control to our confidence and is that a really good thing we can be happy in moments and sad on the other moment just because someone else gets to control it and we reminded that the situation has the potential to worsen and we can become unhappy knowing we could be them so looking at that person looking at that person you feel satisfied about yourself by looking at their situation once we see them as human beings as well and their situation as something that's realistically possible we realize that it's possible for us as well so it can trigger that feeling that we're scared that oh i could be in that position as well now this comes from a compassionate heart or compassionate place in our hearts so it can be good to understand that where we are is definitely changeable and it's not consistent so whatever we have achieved it can be taken away and we could be in the same position as the other person is in so if we try we could try to trigger the feeling of comparison uh, sorry <laughs> the feeling of compassion towards them and try to see them as human beings as well instead of finding happiness in their pain so the temporary positive emotion that we felt of self confidence that we got a boost out of their sadness from what we could replace it with would be gratitude So I talked about gratitude briefly in one of the previous episodes where I said we should have an attitude of gratitude trying to find gratitude in where we are in our situation by looking at what we could what could we not have right so here's my um tip for you today or what you could replace that mindset with where we feel better about ourselves when someone else is doing worse is having gratitude so that would be for having what you have and for being in a position to help the other person who doesn't have as much as we have so what does that mean let's say i have someone who someone who i think doesn't have as much as i do what could i do i'm not helpless that means i'm in a position to give i'm not in a position to receive but i'm in a position to give and that makes us big that gives us a power that means that we are someone who can be a giver now i know the concept of giving does sound wishy-washy like how can i give well i don't have enough i'm not talking about money or or materialistic things or giving away something that you physically own to someone else by looking at oh i have such a pretty handbag and she doesn't have a good bag oh man at least i'm not her i'm not telling you to give away your pretty handbag <laughs> what i'm saying is today help someone who does not have what you have in terms of giving them maybe 
a place to talk. You don't have to go up to them like, hey, dude, are you okay? You don't have this. No. But by being compassionate towards them, seek ways to help someone out. Today, my challenge to you is whatever section, whatever area of your life you find satisfaction in by comparing with someone who doesn't have as much, try to help someone who you compare it with, someone whose pain you find happiness in. And I know it does sound pathetic sometimes to look at it that way, but it is true and it is human tendency. Trust me, none of us are pathetic for doing that because we do need that benchmarking to feel good about ourselves that, hey, at least the efforts I put in, it made me bring forward or one step ahead of someone else, right? That's okay. So let's say if you find someone who you think is performing worse than you in a certain area of their life, it could be a job, right? You interviewed for a job and you got the job, but you're friend did not get the job who interviewed for the same position maybe today seek out to them reach out to them and ask them how you can help them out try helping them preparing for the interviews because now you're in a position to give which gives you power and you're awesome for that and make use of that power not in a way where you're stepping on them not in a way where we have that attitude like hey i'm better than you not in a boasting way but in a from the most compassionate place in our hearts by trying to, you know, be grateful for what we have. And trust me, trust me, trust me, when you try to give it, that's when it gets amplified, magnified. And that's when you'll feel better about having it because you'll be able to have someone else have it as well. They'll be able to experience the same feeling as well. And this puts you in a great, great position. Just like, okay, just think about like this. Just like coronavirus, right? (laughs) You know how to say stay at home because one person could spread it to three. Those three could spread it to another three. Think of it as like a giving chain. If you give it to one person, you teach your friend how to be better at interviewing. They could go ahead and teach someone else in the future how to be good at interviewing. And look now what you've started. That chain was started because of you. So it's not a dreamy idea. It's just being that person who steps up and says, I'm willing to share what I have with others. Now, what will this do for you, (laughs) right? This will give you a boost in self-esteem in a positive and a healthy way. Let me tell you how. So it's scientifically proven that gratitude has a lot of beautiful powers. First one being that it opens up doors to healthier relationships. Just because you're sharing, you're able to look at people from a compassionate perspective. So it opens doors for healthy relationships. Now, let me give you some proof for that. So Robert A. Emmons, he is a PhD holder, and he was a leading gratitude researcher. He conducted multiple, multiple studies on the link between gratitude and well-being. His research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. So not only by being grateful are you giving something away to someone, but you're immensely improving your your potential to find happiness and reduce and let go of all the negative emotions that come after. Gratitude also improves self-esteem. There's another study show another study that it sh- that shows it reduces self-comparison. It reduces feeling of resentfulness towards other people who have more money or better jobs, so even upward comparison. And 
grateful people are able to appreciate others other people's accomplishments so just because you're not in the position of giving to someone else you realize what position the person who's above you holds and you're able to appreciate their accomplishments for being transparent about their accomplishments it also reduces trauma and increases mental health mental strength so in a 2006 study published in behavior research and therapy it was found that vietnamese war veterans with high levels of gratitude experience lower levels of post traumatic stress disorder so imagine gratitude has an immense impact of those people who have been through war like war like we're so so blessed to have never even stepped into a battlefield or into the war or into that scene where everything is so chaotic and gratitude worked for them it worked for war veterans so imagine the immense power it has and lastly it like it helps us recognize all that we have to be thankful for and even during the worst time of our life so it fosters resilience it helps us become this person who's able to stand strong into the face of hard times so i'm going to end with today's concept is an attitude of gratitude try to give something to someone in the most passionate compassionate way you can where you feel you have more than than they have and you have caught yourself comparing to them to feel better about yourself I hope that makes sense and I hope you apply. Let me know how it goes. My email is anushka at mystink.com. It's A O N U S H K A at mystink.com. You can even find my mystink resources page in the description down below. Now these books are some of the best books I've read and they have helped me become who I am. These are the books I recommend to my clients. They help you find a place in yourself where you're able to love yourself and discover your uniqueness, your passion, your strengths. So trust me, check those books out because they are transformational. And thank you so much for listening in. I'm super grateful that you listened and will apply these principles to your life.